Hey, thanks for dropping by to the Planners on Purpose podcast, created by Naomi Tucker, CMP. Now, this space is for the event planners to encourage and empower you so that you can fully live your life on purpose. So before we dig in, please take a moment to subscribe so you get future shows. Now, here she comes, your host, Naomi. Well, hello, everyone. This is Naomi, your host, and this is another episode of the Planners on Purpose podcast. I am excited to have you here. I am a business strategist and burnout prevention coach, and I empower event professionals to stress less, live more so that they can lead a life they love. And so whether you're new to me or you've been around for a while, I just want to say welcome. Today, I wanted to talk a little bit about how to change your bad habits when you're planning events. Because let's face it, we all have habits that we would rather not have. And we want to foster some good habits so that we can improve improve our lives. And the thing about habits is that you can change them. You can change them. You can change how you divide up the time that you have. And when you have good habits during your workday, what it does is it does nothing but benefit you. So maybe you want to focus on your morning routine and prepare yourself for your busy day a little bit better than it was yesterday. Or perhaps you want to foster a better routine for checking your email because you're checking it all the time and you want to check it only a few points of the day. And even maybe you're cluttering your task on your calendar. You want to do a better job of cluttering tasks on your calendar as we talked about in a previous episode, because you want to make sure that you're building a habit of doing things easier. So we want to build habits and we want to do them more consistently. And of course, we want them to all be good, good habits. So this episode is going to help you do that. I have five points actually that I wanted to share with you on how to turn away from your bad habits and foster some good habits when you're planning your events. So the first tip I have for you is to conduct a distraction audit. Now, what this is, is it's really evaluating how many distractions that you get in your day, because pretty much when you're fostering good habits, you're going to be met with tension. You're going to be met with obstacles. And most of what those things are, are distractions. So when you're starting to put good habits in place, you want to make sure that you're conducting a distraction audit. Look for all of the different things that distract you from doing what you want to do. And you can do this very simply. You can do this by just jotting it on a post-it note and saying, hmm, I'm trying to do this task, but here are some of the common things that are standing in my way. And there are many reasons why you might want to do a distraction audit. Maybe you are complaining a lot about the time that you have and that you're busy all the time. And maybe you want to just kind of really note how many times you say that because by you just complaining or you just saying that you're busy all the time is a distraction from you getting the things done that you need to get done. Or maybe you're multitasking and the multitasking that you're doing is a huge distraction because it's preventing you from doing the great work that you need to do. So you want to do it differently. You want to focus on one task at a time. So conducting a distraction audit can help you figure out what's preventing you from doing what you actually need to do. So that is my first tip for you. 
Now, another way that you can foster good habits is really try a habit tracker. And the habit trackers are great because it is helping you to track the good habits that you're doing every day. And it helps you to track the habits that you want to create. You could do this on a simple piece of paper every day. You can also get a simple habit tracker to track the habits that you want to instill within yourself. These habit trackers can be very helpful. And it's really important when you're tracking your good habits to be mindful not to beat yourself up if you miss a day. That's not necessarily what the habit tracker is for. It's not here for you to to come down on yourself. It's supposed to be motivating. It's supposed to be a way for you to hold yourself accountable for doing the good habit that you want to foster within your life. So definitely try habit tracker if you're looking to turn away from some bad habits and have some good habits instilled in your life. Now, next, I wanted to talk about the two-minute rule, and I really love this two-minute rule. It's a rule that I've learned from a book called Atomic Habits by James Clear. Many of you maybe have read that book, but what I like about the two-minute rule is that when you're really trying to put in place a habit that is going to be good for you, that when you're starting to get that habit to really take hold, just try two minutes of you doing that habit (laughs) instead of really trying to go all in. We know how it is. Sometimes we get to the beginning of the year and we want to work out more, be more healthier. So we put this big goal in place to say, oh, I'm going to work out every single day for two hours. And when you do big goals like that and try to establish a habit really hardcore like that, many times you will not make it to the second or third day. So what this two-minute rule does is it helps you to just do two minutes of whatever it is that you want to do. So if you are trying to not respond to emails once they arrive, because you're a person that every time your email dings, you're in your emails checking it, maybe you just wait for two minutes before checking it. You're building up that tolerance of not checking your email. Perhaps instead of procrastinating, on working on that presentation that you have to work on, perhaps you actually do it. You work on your presentation and maybe you just do it for two minutes. And then after that two minutes, you go to something else. That's how the two minute rule kind of helps. And what happens is that two minutes turns into four minutes, turns into more, and you really kind of build up that practice. So you can try this on anything. You can try this on going on a walk in the middle of the day if you want to bring in some good, healthy habits into your life. Instead of you going on a 30-minute walk, maybe it's just a two-minute walk around your block and come back to start. So I hope that this two-minute rule helps. It definitely certainly is helpful to me when fostering in good habits. Now, the next one I have for you is to make your habits feel good. So whatever habit you're looking to to put in place, make it be good, make it feel good for you, because then you'll actually have more, you'll be more apt to actually continue that habit. So let's say you continuously have unproductive meetings. Maybe you want to come prepared to your meetings and have more action and um, really productive conversation, and you'll feel good about that. So that will help you move some of your, the planning of your events forward 
steadily. Perhaps you want to build more great vocabulary around yourself and speak great things to yourself to help you to do the habit. Make your habits feel very good. Give yourself a pep talk before you're going to do an event or maybe you're public speaking. Give yourself a pep talk. Make it feel good for yourself. Also, some things that really help you to make habits feel good is to cluster the habit with something you really enjoy. So, for example, if you love music, maybe turn your music on when you're working on your banquet event orders because it's something that makes you feel good. It gets you in a really good mood. It's energizing, and that will help you do really well on those banquet event orders, whether you're working on them or you're reviewing them. It just helps you complete the work faster and you feel very good about it. So those are ways that you can make your habits feel good in order to establish really nice, great, healthy habits. All right. And then my last one is to be kind to yourself. Just stop saying yes to everything. (laughs) And that is a way that you can actually be kind to yourself. Stop saying yes to everything. Maybe say no once in a while because you are protecting yourself. You're protecting your sanity and you're really um, being truthful about what you can actually handle and what you can't handle. That's um, very important. And it is being kind to yourself, despite what other people may think about it. And when things do go wrong, let's try to not beat ourselves up. We are in an industry that we there is a lot of pressure. There's a lot that we get from all different angles. So let's not be the person that's beating our own selves up. So be kind to yourself. Speak good things to yourself so that you are able to continue to take on the work that you are currently doing. And when you are kind to yourself, it allows you to continue to take good care of yourself and then also take good care of your clients and be a very good representative with your company or in your business. So we definitely want to make sure that we're doing that too. All right. So those are my tips for fostering good habits and turning away from some of those bad habits when you're planning events. I hope you enjoyed this episode and it really helped you to learn how to build better habits as an event professional. And I thank you so very much for listening. Until next time, stay on purpose. Well, that wraps it up for this episode. If you enjoyed the conversation, hit the like button and tell us how much you enjoyed the show by leaving a message in the comments. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.